Yeah. 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 We up late. We up late. Don't hate. The show is hot fire. It's great. Get your ass up out the bed. Get this knowledge in your head. I'm spitting hot as fire. Giving you the game you desire. Freestyling right off the dome. Late night, your daddy ain't home. He's with the other sneaky link. And your mama, her titties really stank, yeah. That's why you're listening. And your head is twistling. Rolling in a circle like that. Hit you in the back with a bat. Run to the stove, get a drink. Hit that. Okay, I might have some technical difficulties messing up my flow. What's going on, man? I just had a. <laughs> had to spit a little hot fire for a minute. Then I had some technical glitches. The, the fire was too hot. It was burning up my cords. My God. But what's up, man? I'm here. It's late night, but hell, you know, that ain't stopping nothing. I'm here. I'm doing a show basically early this week. Because usually, you know, we do it on Tuesday, on a Wednesday. It's Tuesday now. So I'm getting it in early. So I'm actually early. I'm late, but I'm early. Because um, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff, getting ready for the FBA Expo. Um, happening this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. The FBA Expo is happening Saturday. I'm so excited. We got so many people that's coming down. This is going to be a phenomenal event down in Dallas, man. You guys don't don't want to miss this. I'm so excited. So I'm going down to Dallas early. Man, we're going to have this thing popping, 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 ladies and gentlemen. But listen, listen. While everybody's coming in the room, why don't you guys... First of all, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, and then hit the share button. Let everybody know that we're live right now. And while you're doing that, share this on Twitter. Um, while you're doing that, we'll be right back after these commercial messages. A short break right here on Tariq Radio. Listen up, squares. You need to get the legendary book on game, The Art of Mackin, by author Tariq King Flex Nasheed. Available on Amazon right now. Can you dig it? This book has been a bestseller for 20 years, Jack. And the New York Times called it a classic. That means it's out of sight. So this book ain't for no lames who ain't trying to learn the game. Jive turkeys. So if you're ready to stop slacking in your mackin', get the Art of Mackin' book on Amazon and Barnes & Noble right now. Sucker. Rated PG. That stands for plenty of game, Jive Chumps. Hey, black nerds out there. Are you tired of nerdy platforms that refuse to acknowledge white supremacy and geek culture? Do you seek a black nerd podcast that not only covers nerdy topics such as anime, movies, video games, and TV shows, but also black empowerment? If so, then head over to the world's first and only black nerd empowerment podcast, The Swirly Nerd, on YouTube. Join the host, the TV guru, and Yuki Stoneman every Tuesday and Saturday on their mission to provide information and empowerment to black nerds everywhere. Again, that's Swirly Nerd. Swirly is spelled S-W-A-R-T-H-Y, nerd.com. Family, you need to check out this new movie that's coming out called New Orleans 2030. This is a brand new documentary film that's coming out by filmmaker Tyrese Terrell McKnight. And this is a film that talks about the black population decreasing every year in New Orleans because of gentrification that's on the rise. And it talks about how the city is going to look in 2030. 
The film features politicians, state representatives, council members, and other people in office, and it's a very deep film about how gentrification harms the black community in these cities like New Orleans. So you can check out the movie at the Joy Theater in New Orleans, premiering June 10th, 2023 at 7 p.m. Get tickets at universe.com or get it from Instagram, Truth the Filmmaker, Instagram at Truth the Filmmaker right now. Bro, stop playing and start spraying. Leave an op on the ground where you stand. At all costs, yeah, make sure you protect it. Old goon juice, the formula been tested. You can defend yourself. If you find that you need a little help, gotta stay ready. Ain't no love in the street. Pepper spray straight to the face, make them get weak. Get it at ogoonjuice.com. If they think it, you slipping, then tell them to come get, get them some. If you packing this, you won't be lacking. But shot to the eye in them problems you having. Maximum strip, hit them haters on ground. So you can feel free when you out in the town. Ogoon juice, and don't forget a shirt, man. You gotta stay ready, that evil on lurk. Yeah. You are now tuned into the legendary OG. OG. Tariq Nasheed. I want to up on this to all my friends. On Tariq Radio. Where is Tariq getting all this cash? Oh, we're back. Oh, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Glad to have y'all tuning in. Glad to have you guys tuning in. Glad to have y'all tuning in. Hope you guys are having a good week so far. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal week so far. Hope you're having a productive week so far, ladies and gentlemen, because we're in here. And we're ready to chop up some good game. And as you know, the FBA Expo is going down this Saturday. Memorial Day weekend down in Dallas, Texas. This is the place you want to be, ladies and gentlemen. We have dozens of phenomenal black-owned vendors who are showing off some of their phenomenal products. Man, y'all need to go down there, get acquainted with them. If you are a black-owned business, you need to get your vending spot now. Um, The infamous red velvet cake lady is coming down, I heard. Ola told me. So that's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to get some of them red velvet cakes. Um, it's going to be a phenomenal event, man. We got Sister Vicki Dillard doing a keynote. We got Brother Red Pill, Blue Pill. They're doing their thing. The beautiful Erica Lachey, she's doing her thing. Reza Islam, um, Dr. Kaba, our good brother Greg Marcel Dixon. Oh, man, we got so many phenomenal people and so many, many, many more. So many, many more people. And, and the, the wonderful... R&B singer our good sister Kiki Wyatt is performing she's going to tear the house down that's a phenomenal very underrated sister by the way she gets it in it's going to be a phenomenal event man you guys don't want to miss that it's going to be fun a lot of good fun all day fun it's going to be great we want to see you in the building ladies and gentlemen it's going to be popping yeah our good brother Tahuti Mayad Ra he's going to be down there so many, so many people. We're going to be chopping up heavy, heavy game. So get your tickets now at FBAExpo.com. FBAExpo.com. And you want to get them VIP tickets so you can get in the front row of all of the different forums we're going to have. we got a whole bunch of different forums and seminars and workshops. And then we got stuff on the main stage. So it's going to be popping. So anyway... 
a lot of stuff going on before we get into the main topic. I did an interview with our brother, Tavis Smiley. You know, Tavis is still doing his thing. And I, uh, this is my first time meeting Tavis. Uh, we talked about the museum. I'm going to play a little clip of his. I, you know, I was on his radio show and I didn't even know we were being filmed. I went in there and just started talking. I didn't know it was being filmed. It was actually being filmed. I didn't even know that. Um, but but Tavis, you know, is, is a very solid dude. I will say that about Tavis. Very respectful dude. Solid brother, man. Very good, solid, solid brother, man. Real solid dude. I got a lot of respect for Tavis. And I don't like how they did him with that thing with Obama. He was one of the first people to say, hey, man. This Obama thing, man, this ain't what you think it is. And, you know, they really tried to shit on our brother. Yeah. No, they tried to really dump on him. Tavis was saying some real stuff. And then they had the media attack him for saying the truth about Obama. Hey, they're like, hey, we got Obama is going to have to do something for us. I mean, we're just sitting up here clapping and praising. But, you know, Obama ain't what y'all think he is. And people, you know, kind of labeled him as a hater. And, um... You know, and he was telling me some other stuff about how the Obama administration was doing stuff behind the scenes to get his sponsors removed from his radio programs and his television programs. They were doing like some real shisty stuff to the brother. Yeah. But let me play a clip of me on um, our brother's show. Let me find that clip real quick. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Just chopping it up. It is, the interview was about 30 minutes, and um, I'm going to just put up a little clip, like a one-minute clip of us chopping up game. Hold on one second. Let me cue that up. But, yeah, it was a very good interview. We, we had a great time chopping it up. All right. Hold on. This is it. All right. So let me play a little clip of this real quick. Me on Tavis Smiley show. Hold on. Because we think a lot of times if we have to get something done, we got to ask somebody in the dominant society to do it. And we don't have to do that. It's the, the every little man, every little woman in the community. It's all about everybody getting on code and putting the resources together and getting stuff done. I wanted that mindset to be out there instead of not just looking for somebody in the dominant society. We're talking about how we raise money for the museum. That's what we're talking about. Another habit we get into is that, well, why don't you ask Oprah? Mm-hmm. Why don't you ask Michael Jordan? Let's get out of that, too. We can do things ourselves without having to go to the um, the moneyed people within the community. Mm-hmm. To your point, though, since you went there, because you're right, we've all heard that. I've heard it a gazillion times. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have as well. Yeah. They got all this money. Why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? Well, that's first of all, that's their money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, yes. they get the right to choose to do <laughs> yeah. what they want to do with their money. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does raise a question, though, as to whether or not uh, we have any reasonable right to expect that we can put, if I can put it this way, a black tax mm-hmm. on wealthy Negroes <laughs> to do what we want them to do. See, yeah, that, that's a cop-out, I think. We yeah. want them, because the Asian community, they don't do that. They don't say, we need Jackie Chan to build us a museum. <laughs> <laughs> they go do it themselves. Yeah. Every yeah. person, every working class person, they put it together themselves. We have to get into that habit of doing it. Right. All right. So that's our brother Tavis Smiley. Whoa, 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 let me get my microphone on. Yo, so that's that. We, we had a good time. We chopped up some real game. And um, Tavis's place is right there in Lamert Park, right in the heart of Lamert Park. And we're talking about, you know, why we didn't get the museum in that area, which would have been, you know, you know, that's a historically black area. So it's Jefferson Park where we are now. And I was, we, ex- I explained that, you know, we were trying to do it, and you know, we were getting a runaround because that area is being heavily gentrified. And you know, they 
folks in the dominant society, they try to price us out of there. And even Tavis, he was talking about where he is on Crenshaw. Um, they've been trying to buy him out. He said that he gets offers damn near every day for somebody trying to buy him out. I'm telling y'all that Lamert Park place, boy, they are, it's a, a rigid gentrification movement going on over there now. Boy, they want that area. Y'all don't really understand how bad the dominant society want that area. They want that area heavy. And, and truth be told, a lot of places in South Central LA, they want it. Let, let me tell you something. We've been in the museum, what, a few months? We, we've only been open for a few months. I've already got two offers, just unsolicited. From people sending me real estate, people sending us letters like, oh, this shit is popping. Y'all got this neighborhood cracking. Um, you, you ready to sell? I'm like, oh, no, no. no. But yeah, we're we're getting offers unsolicited from real estate agents for the museum already. People want that area, man. South Central, especially on Crenshaw. We're like four minutes from Crenshaw. They want that area. Because yeah. there's you go down Crenshaw, man. There's white people jogging. There's white people all over Crenshaw. You go to um the Starbucks. You got a lot of white people over there now. Yeah. It's an interesting dynamic, but I digress. I digress. But listen, let's um, a lot of stuff we're gonna hit up. Let's get right into the the topic of this color purple remake. There's a color purple remake that's going down, and Oprah is one of the producers. Steven Spielberg and um, Quincy Jones and these folks. Well, they you know they they're doing the thing where they're gonna have them as the front people. It seems. You know, they got to put some black faces in there, just like they did with Precious. Precious was a, a movie made by white people, but then they got Oprah and Tyler Perry to co-sign it to make it seem like it was black folks putting out that filth. So now they got a remake of The Color Purple, which is so not needed. They got I was driving down Crenshaw the other day. I saw some posters for White Men Can't Jump. They got a remake of that. Like, no, no, no. No, man, no. What's up with these horrible-ass remakes they're trying to do of our classics? That House Party, they did a House Party remake, and that flopped tremendously. Even the trailer, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, you can't remake House Party. House Party was the kid and play movie. That was the hook. People liked kid and play. They had a certain charm and a charisma that was centered around them. You understand? House Party was the kid and play movie. That's why all of these different House Party, they tried a couple of other House Party remakes and it don't work because House Party is the kid and play movie. You don't have the same charisma those brothers had at the time. There was a certain charisma and chemistry that they had, which was likable about them. Play was kind of the, the more street savvy guy and kid was kind of the nerdy guy and it was like a Laurel and Hardy type of thing wrapped around hip hop and it was a cool thing we we rock with it we like those guys you think we love that that's why the original house party was a classic you can't remake nothing like that you can't remake a house party you can't remake a Robin Harris. <laughs> Remember the original House Party had Robin Harris. They had some heavyweights in there. It was uh, it was hilarious. 
So yeah, they tried to they try to do these remakes of these iconic FBA movies. They did a show about one of my favorite movies, Boomerang. Remember BT had something called Boomerang based on the movie and it was trash, trash, trash. I don't know what that was about. Yeah. I do not know what that was about. So, now with this one, boy, they got all the heavyweights out. Taraji, Fantasia, they got a whole bunch of people out for this new Color Purple remake. Now, family, let's see the trailer. Now, I haven't even seen the trailer because I'm going to be very real. The original Color Purple, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I have never sat all the way through the movie, The Color Purple, never. It came out, what, 1985? I've never sat down and watched that movie all the way through. There's always been little bits and pieces here and there. But I've never watched that movie all the way through. As a kid, it came out when I was a kid, and I wasn't interested then, to be honest, because I saw it for what it was. It was a lot of anti-black male nonsense. And I felt that, and I, I've always had somewhat of a decent self-esteem and I don't like watching movies or any type of thing that's going to deliberately denigrate me as a black male. I just subconsciously reject that type of stuff. I've always liked myself enough to not sit through that type of filth and just the little bits and pieces I saw of it made me not want to watch it all the way through. That movie really ushered in a lot of the anti-black male hatred in the modern era. You know, we were coming out of the 60s and 70s, the black exploitation era, where there was somewhat of a black pride to a certain degree. And then when the color purple came out, that created a whole new wave where they started to co-op a, a, a lot of these um, sisters who had that corporate mindset and they were trying to get into a gender war telling them, you know, it was all orchestrated by White Zaddy, um, telling them, oh, you got it going on more than those old dastardly black men. It was that type of nonsense. So there was a whole wave of other things like that afterwards. Then Oprah, who was in The Color Purple, they gave her a whole show where there was a lot of black male bashing for a long time. Oprah did the black male bashing for years. You, you did? So let me play the clip of this color purple. Let me do that. Now, let's, let's brace yourselves because I haven't seen this. I've seen like a little snippet, but I haven't seen the whole trailer. So let's we're going to watch this together. This is my first time seeing the trailer. All right. Hold on. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me chime in. I'm I'm, I'm going to chime in throughout this. I can already see where it's going. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me start. I'm going to just chime in all through it. Also now there, this is pan-Africanism. Oh, this is, Oh, we ain't, we, we from somewhere else. Oh, this is pan-Africanism guys. Here they go. Oh, 
we was kings and queens in Africa. Oh, Lord, here they go. Here they go. Oh, they're trying to remove us from the land already. There they go. So we better we better know how to dissect these agendas already. Then they got a bunch of people African dancing. This is this we're foreigners. We're equivalent to um, immigrants is that type of vibe. It's like, oh, guys, we're just like immigrants. We're from somewhere else. No, we're foundational black Americans. Let's stop it. All right. So that's agenda one. We can see it already. All right. Let me play some more. Okay, here we go. Okay, y'all see where that's going. Okay, y'all see where that's going, right? Okay, y'all see where that's going. All right, do, do you you see where that's going already? All right, because remember, in the original color purple, they had some 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 stud and stuff going on in there. So here we go. You're gonna see some LGBT stuff in there. The women are booed up. You don't need a man when you got all this pussy sitting up in here. Here we go. Uh, mm, yeah, they go. Yeah, they go. So now that that agenda is gonna be in there real heavy. You're gonna see a lot of licking and and, and kissing and all of that stuff. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we. Go. Afternoon. I need me a while. Even if we have to part, you and me, us have one heart. Oh Lord, the evil black man. Oh, they're gonna have the evil. They're gonna have Mister. They got him playing Mister. He's gonna be the Danny Glover character. He's gonna be all over the top. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And I like a lot of the people in this. Uh, I think there's some phenomenal actors. I love Fantasia. But I'm good. <clears throat> I'm so cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. 
um, the director is African from Ghana. Oh yeah, there here they go. Oh yeah, that that's the new wave. They get these non-FBA directors and writers and lead actors and all that stuff, either or, to um, remake some of our stuff and some stuff don't even need to be remade. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just good. I'm, I'm not trying to see no two hours of they got black men running around there talking and looking crazy just like the original color purple and they had them crazy and loopy and, and wild and degenerate for no reason nobody explained why it's just these big brutal black men running around abusing everybody all the women are in danger because of the black men that ain't it let me tell you something that was being called out in the 80s I want y'all to be very clear yeah, the, the actress, her, well, the singer, her, she's Filipino. That woman runs around thanking Filipino. Every time she wins an award, she's thanking Filipinos, right? Now she's in the color purple. She's the Negra. Okay. Yeah, remember we were talking about her before. Not like her as music, but yeah, she won a, like a Grammy or something and start thanking the Filipinos on some Filipino power. Like, Really? You didn't get none of that from the Philippines, ma'am. But yeah, go ahead and do you, sis. Do you. Yeah, it's a Taraji and Fantasia better not kiss Lord. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'm good. But understand, we had folks calling that out back then. You had people like James Baldwin, like 1986. I'm going to play a clip of him. He was calling out the movie The Color Purple. A lot of people were calling that out. People saw it for what it was. People saw that movie for what it was. Where's that clip of our brother, our good brother James Baldwin? Right here. Let me play this clip of him. 1986 talking about the color purple. This is very pertinent information here. Hold on. Peep this. Hold on. Come on, James. The color purple is, of course, the most controversial of these books or movies. And the only way I can answer that question is to say that, um, well, the movie I thought was, I thought the movie was awful, really. And in the movie I thought that if you're going to give me that, that particular man, that black man, then you've got to tell me more about him. You know, I quite, you know, I quite see, you know, that black men can do all those things, but then there's going to be something wrong with them. You know, and you'd have to, you'd have to let me know something more than the catalog of these of this man's brutality. If he were if he were white, then he would be you know uh, Paul Newman were playing that cat. You realize he was very very sick, and he'd have all your sympathy. You'd hope he get well. But the black image is very very different. All you got to do in order, in order to do that is be black. Well, it's um, it's an image of black people which is not entirely to be entirely Alice Walker's fault. You know that is the way. The Republic has seen black people, black men, since they heard of black men. And that has had a terrible effect on black women. And on, in that context, if the, if, if, the, if, the, if the motive is to be liberated from these images by, by exercising them, really, then I, you know, um, amen. Freedom, freedom, it's very difficult to achieve, and it's very, and the process is very, very awkward. But in order to, to demolish an image, sometimes you have to hold it up to the light and see 
what weight it will bear, see where it comes from, see what you see if you can live with it, and you can live with it, get rid of it. All right, all right. So that's our brother James Baldwin speaking truth to power. He made a very good observation there, saying that you got the black men acting crazy, being degenerate, and you don't explain why. Like with white characters, if they're degenerate, if they're acting a certain way, if they're acting sadistic or demonic, they always explain why. Just like in the Jeffrey Dahmer movie. Remember, if you remember the Jeffrey Dahmer movie, they showed him, you know, he's a serial killer, brutally killing and eating people and raping people and all this. And throughout the whole movie, they kept explaining why. When he was a child, he had surgery and he had seizures and he was, he was, he had his mother was taking some kind of drug when she was pregnant. Oh, but they had, they were explaining for Jeffrey Dahmer the whole damn movie. The whole movie, they were explaining for his ass, trying to give excuses on why he was crazy as cat shit. The whole movie, the whole series, they were doing that. You think? If a white dude is crazy as hell, they're going to explain why. What happened to him so you can be sympathetic to him. They always got these sympathetic white killers. That What's that Dexter show? He's a, a killer with a heart of gold, that type of stuff. You know, but with the black man, no, he's he's a crazy Negro just by um, genetics. It's those crazy Negro genetics. You know how they are. It's that type of thing. I can't co-sign that. And I'm so glad that black men are leading the way in cleaning up our image. We're, we're not letting everybody denigrate us no more. We're saying enough is enough. We're not going to sit up here and co-sign these damaging images of us enough is enough because it spills over into everyday life this is why people celebrate when we get lynched like our brother got lynched out there in new york jordan neely and people are raising money for the white supremacist suspect who did the lynching this goes to the denigration of our image speaking of that guy the one who lynched our brother jordan neely that ex-marine they keep hollering about he's an ex-marine did y'all see the article where he said he's not racist because people are saying hey that was a racist ass lynching you pulled off buddy and family I gotta show you he says he's not racist because he was planning to visit Africa <laughs> okay yeah and the white media Published this nonsense with a straight face. The one who allegedly killed. What? 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 Well, I didn't even. I, hey, that I slipped. I didn't get that. Wait, 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 wait. I'm. I'm just not realizing. Ex Marine who allegedly killed Jordan Neely. Allegedly. What the hell you mean allegedly? Allegedly, we saw it. I just caught that just now. Allegedly. Did y'all see it? Did millions of people saw a lynching and a murder? We saw you. Boy, they give these sus suspected white supremacists the benefit of the doubt. You millions of people saw him kill him. Millions of people saw him kill Jordan Neely. Even the, the coroner said, yeah, this was a homicide. And they're still caping. This is how on code they are allegedly damn 
and you say ain't no benefits to whiteness, don't let them fool you. Oh, don't let them fool you. Hell, they still call black folks killers who, hell, were acquitted. O.J. Simpson was acquitted. O.J. Simpson didn't kill nobody, and the court system saw that he didn't kill nobody and rightfully acquitted him. They still, killer O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson, the killer. They don't allege nothing. They call that man a killer and didn't kill nobody. Yeah? But yeah, he says he's not racist because he was planning to visit Africa like that means something. What does that mean? That don't mean a damn thing. And I don't even know if I even want to read their article. Hold on, let me see what the article says, just in case. The white ex-Marine who allegedly became agitated on a New York subway and killed Jordan Neely, a black New York resident, is giving a unique explanation to prove that he's not racist. Speaking to the New York Post, he said he can't be racist because he was planning a trip to Africa. I mean, it's a little bit comical, but everybody who's met me can tell you, I love people, dude. I love all cultures. Penny told the Post, you can tell by my past and all my travels and adventures around the world, I was actually planning a road trip through Africa before this happened. Nigga, so what? Kind of damn excuse is that? But going to Africa stops you from being racist? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> These people are desperate. Yeah, they need to throw the book at him. That was a lynching. That was a straight up and down lynching, and we're not going for that. That's going to be called out in the court system, in the judicial system. They're going to have to do the right thing when it comes to that. But all that, yeah, I'm going to Africa. That don't mean nothing. That don't mean a damn thing. And we got to understand this too, family. Another thing. Um, Some of these people from these foreign places... Look, they go to these places and share in the anti-black racism with some of these damn foreigners. Yeah, him going to Africa don't mean nothing. They go to Africa, the white supremacists go to Africa and they go to, to the Caribbean and they love going over there because they know that some of those tethers over there are just as anti-FBA as they are. So they have no problem with that. And speaking of that, there was a situation. Have y'all seen this stuff that's been going down on Twitter? There's this Jamaican lady, this woman over there in Jamaica. She has an Airbnb, a little off the grid type of shack that she, you know, rents out, Airbnbs out. So she did a video, just woke up one day, you know, with the, you know how the tethers do, you know, with, with FBAs living rent free. So she got up and made a video talking about how she likes white tenants and she don't like, um, Black American tenants, uh, everybody else is, they're good tenants except black Americans. Black Americans want free stuff. Let me let y'all hear this woman. Let me let y'all hear this because this is the thing. A lot of people think that folks come over here and they're taught by the white supremacists to be anti-FBA. No, there's a lot of that nonsense over there where they are. They sit up there wallowing in this anti-FBA nonsense. Hold on. Let me post this. And shout out to my sister, Nikki the God. I got it from her Twitter channel, her Twitter page. So listen to this woman here. So she's walking around trying to be, she thinks she's exotic, walk around barefoot and all this old stuff. All right. So listen to this woman here. 
She called herself the barefoot island lady. You know, so she's really playing up the island thing to the white tourists. But listen to this. African people stay here, our Jamaican people stay here, our white people stay here, our Spanish people stay here, and our black Americans stay here. I'm not saying not all black Americans are bad, but the ones that came to my place have been nothing but problem. Only two good ones came here, all of them. Fight late at night, not with me, with each other. They're disrespectful, they're entitled, they're un unappreciative. And it is that way because America has spoiled them and give them so much free shit. What? Some of this, I got to stop some of it. So she said, we're entitled and America has spoiled us and given us so much free shit. Where? Oh, let me just stop it for right there, right there for one minute. Family, where's the free shit? Because I miss mine. FBA family, where's all this free stuff? What is she talking about? Where's the free stuff? Where's the free stuff? I, I didn't get my free stuff package. But let me play the rest of this woman. Hold on. Hold on. Lord, man. Hold on. Come to Jamaica and get the free, same free shit out here and be nasty about it. Let me take it back. I spoil them and give them so much free shit. But it's in the come to Jamaica and get the free, same free shit out here and be nasty about it. I'm not. What, what free stuff are we trying to get from some damn Jamaica? What is she talking about? What are we? Tr what free stuff are we trying to get from Jamaica? I'm gonna break that down in a minute. We go to we get so much free stuff here. We want to go to Jamaica and get a bunch of free stuff too. What free stuff do y'all have in Jamaica for us? All right, well, let me. I'm gonna get on that. I'm gonna get on that. I said all of you are like that, but because of that, I'm not risking my health and my happiness for people. No short term stay. No short-term stay. It's not going to happen here. I'd rather eat salt and banana and let goats and cows live into my houses than I have you come here stress me. I will not hate my business because of customers. A lot of business people are miserable because of some kind of customer. Not this place. I don't want my place. It's drama-free. Oh, boy. So much to unpack. There's so much to unpack with this clown-ass woman. So... First, let's deal with the free stuff nonsense. That's a projection because, you know, you come over here and get all of a whole bunch of free stuff. Say her accent sounds off. Well, she's trying to overdo it. She's overdoing the accent so that she's kind of showing out for white people. This is what this is about. She's saying she ain't going to let black folks stay there. Black Americans. Black. And first, she did about three or four lies for one. She said... Jamaicans and Africans come here, there's no problem. Eh, stop it, because they're not staying in no damn Airbnb. They can, a lot of folks over there can't afford that. They can't even afford to get in some of those resorts. They don't let them in there. So ain't no Jamaicans over there getting in her Airbnb. You, you feel what I'm saying? So that was a lie. There's no Jamaicans over there renting no Airbnb from her. And why would they have to rent an Airbnb from her? Yeah? And that whole thing about free stuff and... That's a projection. They know because you come over here and get a whole bunch of free goodies. You don't get you, the free stuff is that what you get. You get a bunch of unearned benefits the minute you get over here. We don't get none free from no jam Jamaica. The hell are you talking about? Y'all don't got none free to give us. What are you talking about? But yeah, this is somebody auditioning for a white audience. 
That's what she's doing. I want y'all to understand the smoke screen she's throwing up there. This is her auditioning for a white audience. And what's interesting, there was a white woman who was um, going back and forth and complaining about this woman. There was a white woman complaining about her. The white woman said the the Jamaican lady kind of tried to finesse and tried to upcharge. And, you know, they were going back and forth on social media. And she didn't really air the white woman. She ain't saying, I ain't going to have no white folks up in here. And the white woman was saying how she was trying to finesse and upgrade the prices and trying to offer them drugs and letting them know where they can get drugs and all this stuff. So, you know, shiesty stuff. They do that over there. Like I said, when I went over there, I did a very funny animation. Remember when our um, cab driver tried to take us to a drug deal? Yeah, they do stuff like that over there. So she was saying, the white woman was saying that the, the barefoot Jamaican lady was trying to give them a plug on where they can get some drugs and all this stuff. Yeah, and they got the nerve to talk about what we do. They got a lot of nerve. Remember, go back and look at that animation I did or I had done years ago talking about me and my lady's trip to Jamaica. Nigga, our cab driver, I said I wanted to see the ganja fields because somebody on Facebook suggested it and I just wanted to take pictures and he thought I was using a he thought it was a code word for I wanted some weed and this dude took us took us up in the mountains at a damn drug dealer's farm. <laughs> like, nigga, get me back down this hill. But here's the thing. See, the Jamaican tether lady, they go over there and upcharge people. And when white folks show up, you know, white folks are backpacking, you know, they stay at her little shack and she's she upgrades little prices here and there and does all that little scammy stuff. And the white people like, well, I don't want to be racist and say nothing. So I'll, we'll just give it to her. She needs some money, dude. You know, white people are like that. You know, white people will pay a little extra. Just you know, we're in a shack. She needs the money. You know, you get some white liberals over there who will throw her a couple of extra dollars, that type of stuff. And here's the thing. Some FBA sisters, because that's where her anger is really about. It's, it's some FBA sisters. And I'm telling y'all, there's so much jealousy. There is so much jealousy that those, a lot of them women in the Caribbean have for FBA women. There's a lot of jealousy. Because you see a lot of these women over there, and I'm not talking about all, but a lot of them over there, downtrodden and poor, Let's keep it a buck. You're downtrodden poor. You got a $5 divestment wig on. You're running around. Barely rub two nickels together. And you see all these fly FBA sisters come over. And, you know, they shine and got Gucci. And, you know, a lot of foundational black Americans, we actually put a lot of money into Caribbean tourism. A lot of that money comes from us. So we over there spending money, popping bottles, and there's a hatred that goes with that. And I'm telling you, I've seen that in some of those Caribbean places. I told you, when I went to the Virgin Islands, the people there were funky to us, man. That's why I never go to the Virgin Islands again. Virgin Islands can kiss my ass. I never go there again. Them women working at the hotel were so damn hateful for no reason. So, yeah, you see these fly FBA sisters go over there 
nails done, exfoliated, weaves all in place, and they're over there popping bottles and, and, and looking good, smelling good. And then them Jamaican dudes be choosing heavy, trying to get a little something. You dig? Them Jamaican dudes be on FBA sisters' bumpers. So, yeah, they don't like that. Oh, they don't like that, dude. There's a that, That's jealous talk. Who She's talking about the FBA women. Because a lot of sisters go over there. You dig? And them Jamaican dudes be chasing after them sisters heavy. You understand? So, yeah, that's what this is about. That's jealous talk. And the sisters will say, hey, man, look, where's the running water? We, you know, we ain't backpackers. Like some white folks will go over there and try to rough it. You know, white folks try to, you know, they look for hard hardship. You know, they hardship is kind of a luxury to them. You know, they, they can afford to be, um, to backpack it and all that. Because, you know, they can, you know, go somewhere at their uncle's house and get a bag if they need it. But white people like to rough it a little bit. So they can feel like they've, they've had some kind of struggle. But FBAs, we ain't really trying to rough it like that. We want some nice shit, especially we spending some money. We want the shit to be nice, as we should. And let me tell you something, over there in, in Jamaica in particular, they are stingy about little things. You go to them hotels and you say, hey, man, can I get an extra towel? Bumba Clyde, you only get one towel. It's that type. I remember we went to a resort there, me and my lady, and it was like pulling teeth to get extra towels at this resort. So that's what that, that's about. Some sisters probably went over there to her little janky shack of an Airbnb. It was janky. Stuff probably wasn't working. Probably the water was janky or whatever. They didn't have no towels. And the sisters were like, hey, can we get some extra towels? And the woman was like, that's going to be $50. And they probably told her to kick rocks. Hey, bitch, we ain't about to give you extra for towels. That's Yeah, the FBA sisters are going to speak up about something. <laughs> They ain't going to be like the white people. Like, oh, okay, I give it to you. I guess I can let you have uh, another hundred. The the FBA sisters are like, bitch, I'm not paying no extra money for no towel. I'm going to write you a janky review on this Airbnb. <laughs> Where, how come the bathroom stank? You know, FBA sisters going to ask questions. It's stinking here. What's that smell? Can you do something about your goats? Oh, this spoiled, entitled Yankee bumbaclad. Yeah, the sisters was calling out the funk in the trash of her damn shack. That's what it is. Sisters ain't, FBA sisters ain't gonna spend no money for no bullshit. Oh, you gonna get a piece of her damn mind. If the sisters done traveled and spent some money and it turned out to be some bullshit, you about to hear it. No, that's not entitled. That's just wanting what you damn pay for. Oh, that's what she don't like. Y'all used to getting free stuff. That what she means is like towels and toilet paper because she probably tries to upcharge everybody for little amenities like that. And the sisters are like, no, you're going to give us some toilet paper, some paper towels and some extra towels. You're going to give it to us, bitch. You're not going to sit here and upcharge us and we didn't already spent a gang of money in your little janky Airbnb. Some sisters read her ass. 
You then you can yeah, you are not gonna finesse no FBA sister at all. Going to one of these countries like that. They gonna holler at you for real. So that's where that jealousy is from. But but the white woman, and let me show you some of the tweets, and this is very interesting too, the, with the white woman, because the white woman is one of these white girls who date brothers, but then the white girl was kind of talking greasy about black American men. So the white girl thought, okay, let me go over to Jamaica and get me a, a Jamaican black man, because this is like kind of a trashy little trailer park white girl. So, and there's another thing, this whole narrative that brothers will, you know, just bang any white broad, only dusty niggas do that. I'm glad brothers have upgraded from that. I'm glad that a lot of brothers have just upgraded from just smashing um, random trailer trash white women. Only dusty niggas do that at this point. So when, uh, this time now, when, when Negroes go white, they go a little better nowadays. They, they kind of upgrade, which is good. If you're going to go white, just do better. You know, niggas over here ain't really, really messing with the trailer trash broads unless he's a crackhead or he's some kind of low-level homeless nigga himself. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they like to, they ain't getting the good pickings of the brothers like they used to over here. Brothers then upgraded their game. You ain't got like the crackheads running around who would just bang anything. It ain't that. And niggas ain't sitting up here trying to smoke meth with you like that. So, you know, you got to go over there to Jamaica and to the Caribbean and, and get brothers to get down with you. So that's what she was doing. So let me play an audio of her showing off her text messages that she was having with the Jamaican lady. So the white woman, she's texting in green and the Jamaican lady is texting in the white. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. I had to sneeze for a minute. All right, hold on. Listen to this and watch. Okay, so she's saying, just respond to your email, single white female. Yeah, that's me. I wasn't trying to be racist. It's crazy. And this is the black woman, the Jamaican saying, it's crazy how everything is racist. You can't wait to offend. You can't wait to offend me. You can say whatever you feel around me. Well, all I have to say is I love dark skin. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. And the Jamaican lady said, don't bring sand to the beach. Come get yourself a black boyfriend. She said that Just don't rugu rugu down my bed. I okay? like to do cocaina. Never done that in my life. Don't do so there's another text where the Jamaican lady was saying she liked to do coke or whatever. Do that. You can check out the other videos where I clearly state say that I'm I barely smoke and I do shrooms every now and again yeah oh I will that's all I date here but they suck because they're American blacks just a little wham bam wouldn't hurt and the Jamaican lady see the white girl who's fucking on niggas up here talking greasy about black dudes so I tell you, just because they're laying up with you, that doesn't mean that they don't still spew anti-black racism. But then look at the Jamaican lady. Oh, yes. American black suck. This Jamaican lady really bad, too. The Jamaican lady. I'm attracted to white guys since I can remember. They're they are sweeter, just boring. So, yeah, she's a bed wench. She's another uh, tether, another tether bed wench. CMOS, that's not a drug. I asked her. Okay, 
So yeah, she's a tether bed wench. Yeah, I'm attracted. To what? So yeah, they they sat up here, and that's what their her whole video was about. Her whole video was about her signal boosting to white customers. Hey, yeah, you come here, um, you don't have to worry about Negroes staying here because you know I, I I we don't like those American Negroes. You know we don't like them. This is a safe place for you to come to share some of your anti-FBA hatred and you can say nigga here yeah you won't offend me you can come over here and say anything you like no matter how racist because I'm a Bigfoot bed wench mammy you dig so that's that's what we're dealing with and then people wonder why we want to delineate from these tethers like that we should have been delineating a long time ago ladies and gentlemen we should have been delineating from those type. And now I'm not, I'm not, we do have some Jamaican riders. Let's be clear. We absolutely do have some Jamaican riders, but then we should have bounced from. And another thing, speaking of tethers down here in Florida, down there in Florida, you know, they're, they um, got this thing where they're stopping a lot of the illegals from coming over. And you got a bunch of folks out here at the courthouse, the Florida Capitol. They didn't found some Negroes to go out here and buck dance to try to jump in the mix for illegal immigrants to come through. And I'm pretty sure that these are a bunch of damn tethers over here. This is them in front of the, the courthouse. That's them swag surfing. All right. Here they go. And they got a gospel thing out here going on. Okay, so we see what this is about. Yeah, those that don't look too FBA out there. Look like they got some tethers out there to try to lend their melanin to the cause. Not cool. We ain't playing that game. That's why it's not that many people out there. Let me show it again. Notice the crowd is kind of thin. You see that? They only have a few tethers out there. I want y'all to see. This is how... This is how desperate they are we ain't really we ain't really come to the rescue like that <clears throat> you can get a handful of tethers but and then a little struggle choir with white folks mixed in the choir yeah they're trying to make it seem like black people are caping for these folks we're not nah you see most of them are white people with some negroes they done pushed in the front we ain't caping for y'all like that we let everybody hold their own nuts as we should we're letting everybody hold them damn nuts. As we should. We should have been doing that a long time ago, ladies and gentlemen. They can kick rocks and get on up out of here with that. Was that in Tallahassee? <clears throat> but yeah, that whole tether babble stuff, we ain't with it. Speaking of tether, there's this one woman. I put up a video of this one woman. And it went viral. She was talking about what she wanted to do. The dude has to do all this stuff for her. And this woman is Caribbean. I forgot what country she's from, but she's Caribbean. And she's talking about what dudes have to do for her. See, a lot of these women, they come over here and start talking delusional talk. They get over here and start talking crazy. We have to understand a lot of this crazy babble comes from a lot of these non-FBA folks. They... They come from these cultures where things were so jacked up. They get around here and then just start talking real weird. 
But let me play this clip of this woman here talking about what she wanted, what a dude has, has to do for her. All right, listen to this. And her voice is kind of annoying. And now hold on, let me play this. Hold on one second. Now listen to this. Hold on. Man should always make a way. I feel like I'm not gonna work my hands to the to the bones to provide. I'm not gonna work 16 or 20 hours a day or a week to provide for my family. You're the man, you have the penis, go get a job, get three jobs. My man has two jobs. Go get seven jobs and two side hustles to buy me the things that I want because I'm a woman. Man should always make a way. I feel like Okay, so a lot of people were like, this woman is doing the most. So, she's talking about a dude has to have multiple jobs to make a way to buy her what she wants. To buy her what she wants. Now, we did some research on this woman. This woman has like an OnlyFans page. Okay? Has the BBL, ain't nothing wrong with the BBL. And she's chunky. And that chunk is about to go downhill any day now. And I think she knows it. Yeah, she's trying to sound like Kim K. See, she's a chunky chick who got has an OnlyFans and she's used to dealing with tricks. A lot of, look, let, let, let's get into some game for a minute. A lot of these women, when they out here doing the OnlyFans thing and they're used to catching tricks they a lot of them become delusional thinking that the tricks that that give them money is really based on their desirability and it's not tricks are tricks tricks spend money for sexual gratification and you cannot gauge your desirability based on how a trick pays you see that's she's trying to get into a relationship, a long-term trick-hoe relationship. That's what she thinks she's going to get. A dude ain't about to get eight, nine jobs for a motherfucker been out there in the streets like that. You you dig? Let's just keep it a buck. That ain't happening. She thinks that she's going to try to flip a trick into a husband. She wants to get into a trick relationship and it don't work like that ma'am tricks want you to get the hell out of their faces after they do the deed and being game goofy coming from these game goofy cultures you don't realize that because you have a lot of insecurities with folks like this and they get around these tricks especially the white ones and they get a false sense of desirability because these white tricks pump them up. They think they've made it because they didn't kinda, you done got a couple of dollars out of a white man. So now you thinking that you big shit and now niggas are supposed to break their backs because a white man then gave you a couple of bags here and there. Let me explain, sweetie. It's easy to get money out of a white man. FBA sisters know how to break a white trick. It ain't nothing. They ain't tripping on them. FBA sisters been breaking white tricks since been pimping since been pimping since been pimping. Nigga, y'all ain't doing nothing new. Ain't nothing to break a white trick. FBA sisters don't go around talking dumb like that. That's a motherfucker who's been around some white tricks. 
and now she thinks she's at, she's on a certain status level now because some white tricks that got in her ear. She's trying to find a zaddy because you know good and well ain't no brothers going to do none of the shit she's talking about. Ain't no, F, no FBA brothers. And you chunky as hell and about to be fat than a motherfucker any day now. <laughs> ain't no FBA brothers doing none of that. You know? And white daddy ain't about to do that either. You know? Like, daddy ain't about to wipe you up and do all that. He can get another one of you. He just, he, hell, go to the Caribbean and get two of you and bring you back. Yeah, so she's getting that delusional talk because the wall is coming. She knows the wall is coming. The wall is coming. So a lot of them start talking crazy before they, they hit the wall. They want to cash out and um, um, get somebody and lock them down long term before they hit the wall fully. The streets has an expiration date, man. And the look in her eye shows that. She knows that expiration date for them streets is coming. You can run on fumes for a minute, but eh, boy, the streets, boy, the expiration date is there in them streets. There's only so long you can run them. You dig? And you talking big shit for a motherfucker with an OnlyFans page. No, ma'am. No, no, no. You can, you got to get out the game and then start talking about what somebody need to do. You got to get out the game first and change your life. See, you got to be the, you got to hit that hold of Jesus pipeline. See, y- y- y'all know about the hold to Jesus pipeline? The hold of holy? Yeah. Yeah, that's when you've been out there in them streets hoeing it up and doing all what you got to do in them streets. And then, you know, to cleanse yourself of the stigma, hell, I'm born again from hoeing to holy. That's what Black China is doing right now. She's going from hoeing to holy. I am not mad at Black China. Black China went and got baptized, got some of the ass shots taken out, got some of the face filler taken out. You know? The horn is still there because she she's doing pictures of herself praying with her ass stuck out. She's on, on her knees praying, but her ass is still stuck out in the air. So there's a lot of more horn she got to get rebuked. But she's she's doing the right thing. She's going from horn to holy. It's a hold a holy pipeline. Eh? That's how you got to do it. You got to do the whole born again thing. I didn't got baptized. I'm not in the streets no more. I didn't changed. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta remove that stigma. That's what I said. The Juanita Biden playing hilarious. Eh? Man, that's why uh, those women were afraid of Freaknik. The Freaknik documentary coming out. All of these new they 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 didn't hit the hold a holy pipeline, and they don't want that Freaknik documentary coming out. They're like, oh Lord, I'm a beacon in the church right now. I'm, I'm a stellar member of. First Baptist Church. I can't. We can't have that. I've done. I done changed. Lord knows I done changed. I only get down on my knees for prayer now. Not what I used to get down on them for. Yeah. And I ain't mad at you. You're supposed to take the the hold holy pipeline. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to flip up out the game. You can't be the old hoe. You gotta flip out the game at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, man, let me get out of here, y'all. Let me get out of here. Man, listen, y'all better get y'all tickets for right here, man. The FBA Expo, it's going down. Me hosting, we got King Cam, 
Reza Islam, Vicki Dillard, Brother Ben X, Breaking the Real Estate Game Down, Red Pill, Blue Pill, the beautiful Erica Lachey, our good brother Tahuti Mayad Ra, who I get herbs and medicine from all the time. That brother has so many thorough um, products. The legendary Dr. Kaba Kabane. You gotta, you, you gotta come down and listen to Brother Kaba. That that right there is worth the price of the ticket alone. Just Brother Kaba, you know. We got Professor Honey. That's Narissa Reeves. She's a beautiful sister from Atlanta who talks about credit and drops a lot of game. Our great brother Marcel Dixon is going to be breaking down the education game. Man, it's going to be a phenomenal week weekend in Dallas, man. I cannot wait to see you brothers and sisters and just the countless number of vendors that we have. Man, it's going to be a fun Saturday this week, man. So y'all need to come on down, especially Texas. Get in your carpools. Come on down. Go to FBAExpo.com, FBAExpo.com, and come on through, ladies and gentlemen. So I will see you guys in Texas. Puppy Akute and Lola Vuve to the family. Y'all be good.